1: The following program is made possible through the sponsorship of the Word of Life Bible Fellowship and through the generous giving of faithful donors like you. If you would like to learn more about our ministry, you can visit us at awardforlife.com. a word for life a word for life is the radio ministry of the word of life bible fellowship located in tacoma washington and now here's pastor michael fields with a word for life
2: But another form of deception that can cause a person to backslide involves a person seeming to gain some new and better knowledge. They seem to gain some better and new insight that some new and better revelation concerning things that in their mind either calls into question what the word of God says it disputes and discredits what the word of God says it denies what the word of God says or it completely disregards what the word of God says that is the day and time we're living in right now we're living in a day and time where people are getting this new revelation this new knowledge this this new insight that it totally goes opposite what the Word of God says and cause them to call into question and disregard and and deny what the Word of God says. And so because of this new and better understanding of things that people have, the Word of God and the authority and the validity that it has is now disputed, discredited, outdated and invalid. And dear ones, hold your, let's look at Proverbs 14 and 12. Notice what it says, Proverbs 14 and 12. It says, there is a way which seems right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. It seems right. It sounds correct. It sounds appropriate. But in reality, it's just leading you towards death. Now, 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 dear ones, jump over to Jeremiah 6. Jeremiah 6. Notice what the Lord says was there in Jeremiah, the sixth chapter, verses 16 and 17. Notice what the Lord says there. He says, Jeremiah six, starting at verse t- 16, the Lord says, thus Jeremiah, the Lord says through Jeremiah, I should say, thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old paths, where is the good way and walk therein and you shall find rest for your souls. But they said, We will not walk therein. Also, I said watchmen over you, saying, Hearken to the sound of the trumpet. But they said, We will not hearken. Mm -hmm. Notice how the Lord tells Jeremiah, Jeremiah, tell them to go and encourage them to ask for the old paths. Ask for the old ways. Ask for what has always been there, what always will be there, and what will never change. The word of God. The Lord says, Jeremiah, encourage them to ask for my laws, ask for my word, the old path and tell, encourage them to walk in that, because if they do that, the text says, if you walk therein, you shall find rest for your souls. Lord have mercy. And so we, the the, the church today are the challenge for us is to encourage people to walk in the old paths. Don't listen to the new revelation. Walk in the old path. Don't listen to the new and exciting insight that is trying to be given to you. Search for the old path and walk therein. The tried and true, tested and evaluated paths that God has set that will bless you. That will reward you. That will prosper you. People say, I don't want that old stuff. I want some new and exciting. Manifest. I want something new and exciting I want something, something edgy and catchy I don't want the old past Lord have mercy Lord, thank you, Lord. Thank you. the challenge the challenge for every the challenge for every preacher the challenge for every teacher the challenge that is brought to us every single Sunday after Sunday week after week month after month is yeah. to take the old paths yeah. and make them relevant yeah. to people today yeah. not change the word of God But make the word of God relevant and applicable to where people are at in 2021. Hmm. Lord have mercy. And so, and so, and so, 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 so let's go back. Let's go back to Proverbs 14. Let's go back to Proverbs, the 14th chapter. Because dear ones, I want for us to look again at the text and I want for us to take note of the, of where it is That the one who is backsliding is being filled with what it is, I should say. That the one who is being backslided is being filled with. Notice the text. It says, the backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways. And so what is filling this individual is their own ways. And so the one who is backsliding is given the most consideration, the greatest audience the most validity and the highest priority to those ideas, those thoughts, those feelings and impressions that are all coming from within that person that is moving them backwards. So it is their own ideas, their own thoughts and feelings and impressions that they are giving the highest priority to in their life. Now dear ones... There are several things that we need to take note of from what we're told here. One thing is that the word filled that is used here. The word filled that is used here, it comes from a Hebrew word that means to sate or satiate something or someone. To sate or satiate something or someone. Now, to sate something. That word is is foreign. It was foreign to me. I had to look it up. It's it's well, How do you sate? What does sate mean? So I I looked it up. To sate something, dear ones, that means that you begin to do things in an effort to appease something by indulging it and giving it whatever it wants. And so when you say something, you are now beginning to indulge it by giving to it whatever it wants until it is completely filled up. And so you are giving to it whatever it wants, whenever it wants it, and however much of it it wants in the belief that by doing things in this way, you will fill it up and satisfy it. Now, some of us know know parents that do that with their kids. You, you, you are sating them. You are indulging them and trying to appease them by giving to that child whatever they want, however much they want, whenever they want it. And you believe that by doing that, you will appease the child by satisfying the child. Now, the error and the deception that is contained in this line of thinking, dear ones, is clearly spelled out for us in the word of God. And it's in Proverbs, the 27th chapter, Proverbs 27 and 20. We see there the wisdom writer telling us and showing us the clear error and deception that is involved in this line of thinking. Proverbs 27 and 20 tells us, Hell and destruction are never full, so the eyes of man are never satisfied. In the same way that hell and destruction are never full you will never see a no more no more you know no more people allowed sign in hell (laughs) filled up you know no more vacancies you'll never see that sign in hell in the same way that hell can never be filled up destruction can never be filled up so also the eyes of a person can never be satisfied In other words, dear ones, a person's appetites can never be satisfied by indulging them and giving to them what they want. You will never satisfy a person's appetites by indulging them and giving to them what they want. Because the more you give them what they want, the more of it they will want. Lord have mercy. That, 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 you, you will never satisfy a, a chocoholic, a person who just loves chocolate. I'm going to give you as much chocolate as you want. You will never satisfy that person. They'll just want more chocolate. They will eat themselves sick. And then after they get done being sick, they will want, guess what? More chocolate. You will never satisfy a, a sexaholic, a person who is addicted to sex. You will never satisfy that by having more sex. They will just want more sex. And so, dear ones, that's the first thing that we got to understand. A person's appetites are like a pit that has no bottom to it, but it also has no lid on it. A person's appetites, as I said, they're like a pit. There's no bottom to that pit, but there is also no top or no lid on that pit. It will go as deep as it possibly can and continue to go down and it will go as high as it possibly can and continue to go up. And so, in other words, dear ones, so, so this person is being filled by their own ways. Another thing that we want to take note of is that because this person is being filled by their own ways, there is a self-sufficiency and an overconfidence, a self-satisfaction and an over-reliance, a self-approving and an unhealthy dependence that a person is now displaying in themselves and in how they see things and how they view things and in their own ability to decide for themselves how their life should go. So, so the, because this person is being filled up with their own ways, there is, a, as I said, this self-sufficiency and this overconfidence that they are now beginning to display. There is this self-satisfaction and this, this over-reliance that they are now displaying in their life. And as I said, there is a self-approvement, a self-approving, I should say, and an unhealthy dependence that this person is now beginning to display. And it is all basing itself upon how they see themselves and how they view things and how they think things should go.
1: We will get back to Pastor Fields and to today's message in just a moment. But we wanted to take a moment to share with all of you that the aim of our radio ministry at the Word of Life Bible Fellowship is to share the good news of Jesus Christ with as many people as possible and to strengthen and edify the body of Christ through Bible teaching that is both clear and relevant. We would like to see this ministry go even farther in accomplishing this work, but in order for us to be able to do that, we need your help. If you are able... After you have given to the support of your own local home church, if you are able to help us with the cost of airing this program on this station, we would greatly appreciate it. All donations are tax-deductible, and they can be sent to the Word of Life Bible Fellowship, P.O. Box 8903, Tacoma, Washington, 98418. And if you would like to learn more about our ministry and be able to listen to some of the archived messages from Pastor Fields, you can do so by visiting us at our website, which is awordforlife.com. And now, let's get back to Pastor Fields and to today's message.
0: And
2: so, the nostrils of the backslider are being filled with the fragrant aroma of their own opinions and their own self of sense, self-importance and and, and self-assurance. So the the nostrils of the backslider are being filled up with the fragrant aroma of their own self-opinions, their self-approving of themselves. It's fragrant. That, That aroma is lifting up and filling their nostrils. In other words, dear ones, let me break that down. The backslider smell is to them, they, they smelling themselves real good. The backslider always starts smelling themselves real good. And so that's what happens. That's what take place takes place. And dear ones, now let's look again. Let's look again at Proverbs the fifteenth chapter. Notice what we're told in Proverbs 15 and 24. Now, I'm giving all these verses of Scripture, dear ones. There's a method behind the madness. I'm giving you all these verses of Scripture because I want for you to see how many times God warns us about this. I want for us to see how many times God says, I'm trying to warn you about falling into this trap. So Proverbs, the 15th chapter, notice what we're told in verse 24. The wisdom writer says there, the way of life is above to the wise that he may depart from hell beneath. Notice the wisdom writer says the way of life is above, not from within. Did y'all catch that? The way of life is above to the wise. In other words, if you want to find the way of life, you have to look above you. Not from within you. Lord have mercy. And then Jeremiah 17. Let's look at Jeremiah one more time. The Lord says a whole bunch to us through Jeremiah. Jeremiah 17 verses 9 and 10. Notice what the Lord says to us there. 17th chapter of Jeremiah verse 9. It says, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins, even to give to every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. Now, dear ones, Je- the Lord says to us through Jeremiah that above everything else that our hearts can be. See, because our hearts can become and be and exp- express a lot of different things. Our hearts could be loving if they can be hateful, they can be forgiving, they can be unforgiving, they can be g- generous, they can be mean spirited. But the Lord says to us here through Jeremiah that above all the other things that our hearts can display, the greatest capacity that our hearts have is found in their ability to deceive ourselves. The greatest. The greatest capacity that your heart has, my heart has, is the capacity to deceive you and to lead you astray. Lord have mercy. And so, and so, dear ones, we need to take note of what the Lord says to us there. Now the devil can and will and does. Come alongside of a person to help encourage and promote this line of thinking that is self-satisfying and self-approving in the same way that he, in, he encouraged Eve in the Garden of Eden to disobey God, which brought sin into the world. So the devil will come alongside of a person to help encourage and promote this line of thinking that is self-approving and, and self-promoting and, and self, uh, self-indulging. But dear ones, It is because of these things that it becomes critically important for us to take note of and take seriously what the Lord says to us in Proverbs, the third, the third chapter. So Proverbs three, notice what we're told in verses five through eight. See, because we read Proverbs three, five and six and we stop there and we don't read verses, you know, seven and eight. Notice what it says. Proverbs, the third chapter, verse five, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. We've heard that many times. Many of us are very familiar. We can quote that. We know that from heart. But we don't read verses 7 and Uh 8. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It shall be health to your navel and marrow to your bones. Notice how the wizard writer contrasts being wise in your own eyes with fearing the Lord and departing from evil. Y'all ain't praying with me today. Y'all are not praying with me today. He says, he says, no, 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 no. When you become wise in your own eyes, that will lead you into evil. Respect, fear, respect the Lord. Put him first and that will help you to depart from evil. Lord have mercy. An old adage that applies to both counseling and the legal system says this to us. Anyone who listens to the counsel that they get from themselves has a fool for a client. Anyone who listens to the counsel that they get from themselves has a fool for a client. In other words, some of the worst advice you can get can come from only listening to yourself. And not being open and willing to listen to the counsel that comes from others. Still another thing for us to see, dear ones, as we look back at Proverbs, the 14th chapter, verse 14. Still another thing for us to see is we want to take notice of where the supply from these, for these various ways that are filling up the backslider are coming from. Where, where is the supply of all this coming from? And we're told that it is coming from their own heart. In other words, this form of deception and inaccurate belief that a person is now beginning to have either about themselves, about their circumstances and situations, or both, is not coming to them from the devil, nor is it being supplied to them from the world. The source of this supply is coming from within their own heart. Now, Satan and the world, dear ones, they can and they do play a role in this form of deception that is happening within the backsliders heart. But dear ones, their role, their roles are limited to only being able to offer suggestions to a person concerning how they should begin to view themselves and their situations. And so the devil, he he, him, he he, and the world, they do play a role, but they are limited in what they can do. All they can do is offer you suggestions concerning how you should look at yourself, how you should look at your situation, how you should begin to view things. They will offer to you suggestions, but that's all that they can do. They are like vendors that bring various things to a consumer Seeing, well, do you like this? Do you want this? Why don't you try this? They're vendors just offering you suggestions of things that you could possibly participate with and partake of. It is ultimately the person themselves and how they handle and address those suggestions that are being brought to them that ultimately determine the type of impact that those things will have on their life. Do you hear the suggestions that are being offered to you by the enemy, by the world? Do you hear the suggestions that are being offered to you and you reject them? You refuse to accept them and refuse to believe them. You see them for what they really are. Simply attempts to get you to believe something about yourself or your situation that are just not true. So, 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 so if you are listening to the Spirit of God, if you are submitting yourself to the Word of God, when these suggestions come to you, you will automatically know, I can't accept that. I, I, I can't accept that. I can't, I can't, believe, I can't believe that. I, I am not all that in a bag of chips. I'm just not. I know I ain't. I just know I'm not. I, I know, I know. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I may not, I, I, I know I'm not a 10. I may not be a 2, but I know I ain't a 10. I mean, some, some, some of the middle numbers, four, five, six. But you, you understand what I'm saying? So, so the enemy brings these things to you. But if you are listening to the spirit of God and submitting yourself to the word of God, that will help insulate you against these things. You will be able to reject them, refuse them. That's not true. I'm not believing that. Or about your situation. You just go on and divorce that person. Just leave them. Just be done with them. Just move on. Get, find you somebody new. I got. I, I refuse. I re, I reject that. I re, I refuse to accept that because it violates God's word. You know. You know. You know. You know, Pastor, you know Mike, Michael. You know. Michael. You know. You, you need that extra money. You know. Tax time's coming. You know. Tax time's coming. You you need that extra money. You know. You, you just put where it says put nine. Just put two. Just put two. You know. It ain't a big difference. It just it's, it's a couple numbers. Just put that down and, and, and save that I, re, I reject that because I'm lying Amen. and I'm stealing. Amen. And the Word of God tells me don't do that. And so you submit to the Spirit of God. You submit to the Word of God. And it helps you to reject these things, these suggestions that come your way. The problem is, is we are not submitting to the Word of God. And we're not listening to the Spirit of God. And so when these suggestions come, they seem so Appropriate. They, see so, they seem so right. They seem so acceptable. Lord have mercy. And so, and, so, and so if we're submitting to the word of God and the spirit of God, we will refuse them. We will reject them. We will not accept them because we realize it's causing trying to get me to believe something either about myself or my situation that are just not true. Hello dear ones, this is Pastor Michael Fields and here at the end of today's broadcast I just wanted to take a moment and say thank you to all of you for taking the time out of your day to tune in and listen to our program my hope is that today's broadcast has been a blessing to you in some way and has helped you in your walk and in your relationship with the Lord and I want to encourage all of you to tell a friend about this program and join us here next time as we look into the riches of God's word in order to find a word for life